0: Hi everyone, I'm Diane Worthington and I'm Denise Favaldo, and we are Women Beyond a Certain Age. Today we're going to tackle the very funny subject of the science of laughter and how it really plays a very important part in our daily life. I just wanted to mention to you that uh, Denise and I would love to get some comments, some of your experiences, anything you want to share with us. And the way that you can do that is to send it to us at womenbeyond at icloud.com. We'll look forward to getting some of your feedback. We really look forward to it. So, Denise, it's so good to be back together. We've been away yes. for a few weeks. How was your cruise?
1: It was fabulous. And I can say that because I have been, you know, doing these Holland America cruises for 10, 12 years. Yes. I'm on for a couple of weeks at a time. I go and I teach some cooking classes, and now it's evolved into that I bring um, some stories and some recipes, and I do a fancy dinner. And this cruise was particularly enjoyable, and I've done this cruise before. Yeah. But, Diane, the people on the cruise, see, I like being... Around old people, I have to admit it. <laughs> yeah, I do.
0: I get that. Well,
1: there's a couple of reasons. I feel young. <laughs> hey, that's a big reason. I feel young, but I love seeing wise old people, and of course, to me, people that get to a certain a certain age, mm-hmm. but when they're really still thriving, it's their sense of humor. Yeah,
0: exactly. And oh one God. of
1: the the best things that happened this was we were having wine tastings and. The cellar master invited me to everyone. People are buying packages of wine because then I could talk to people and invite them to the fancy dinner.
0: Oh, and there was a
1: couple that are six have been married sixty six years. Oh
0: my goodness! I know. Oh wow!
1: And they had a little spat at the white, not big, but he said, "Where are you going?" And she said, I'm not interested in anyone. And you could see, and everyone kind of just the whole room, there were a hundred people in the room. We all stopped to look at the fighting people in their eighties <laughs> because she was obviously angry at him. And then he kind of whoa, 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 like a puppy dog yeah. and went over to talk to her. And uh, then they left. Now the next day I'm sitting next to them at some other a presentation, I said, Hey, how's it going? fine she and i said because yesterday i know you guys had a little spitzbat, you know and she said yes you know i shouldn't have gotten angry because he just flirts with everyone but (laughs) and i'm laughing like mad because he's really they're adorable they're both in walkers right okay and he's flirting and he's flirting and she says and why does it bother me so much he can't even remember that he did it the next
0: day Oh, God, speaking of laughter. So there yeah.
1: was, that's the kind of thing, but I just had a fabulous trip, and thanks for a- asking. And it was lovely to be around people that I didn't know, that I shared stories with, or experiences. And it was. it's so universal when
0: we all get a good laugh out of something. Exactly. So that was fun.
1: That was fun.
0: Well, Denise, you're just back, and I'm on my way to the Pecan Culinary Summit. Or as some of our southern friends would say, pecan oh culinary summer, where I'm going to learn everything and way more than you ever wanted to know about pecans. Uh, <laughs> but this is the fun part of our work when we you go off to a cruise, which I would rather die than do, since I'm not not into the uh, unless it's on you know on that Alaska cruise where you're inside the. Inside, yes, you know, yeah, the yes. inner whatever, the inside so, channel, Yes. No, so it does. So Place your bay <laughs> So it's not uh, rocking and rolling. That's not my my idea of fun. Where you enjoy it, but anyway. So I'll be back with everything you wanted to know or didn't about pecans, uh, in a in a few weeks. Anyway, Excellent. you know Denise. In our research, we discovered some very important life lessons about just how important. It is to our lives to have laughter in it. Some research suggests that laughter is every bit as important as exercise and diet. When you think about that, that's pretty amazing.
1: I, and I, I, I've been reading about it, but you know, Diane, it's not a surprise to me because I know for me personally, mm-hmm. when I laugh, I feel better. And if you can't laugh... You know when you meet people that are old and bitter and they can be young and bitter. Oh they, yeah. It doesn't they, matter about their age. It doesn't age. matter about their age. When you don't get enough laughter or
0: you make, can't get a smile. Can't get them. a smile. They don't have a sense of humor. No. It's just it's death. Yeah, it really feels like that. There's a Yiddish expression for that. It's called a ferbisnup hutem, <laughs> which means a sour face. Oh, ferbisnup yes. And I sometimes come along people in life that, and I just feel for them. Absolutely, they just, they just don't get it. For me, and I know this is probably—I know this is true for you. Often people will say to me, Diane, you really seem happy, and I think it's because of my sense of humor. I mean, I find humor in just about anything. Yep. And it's also the sense of humor and the need to connect to other people. Nothing makes me happier than a humorous exchange with someone where we're both laughing. When I met you, Denise, we didn't laugh because that was the rich, the first time we ever met. You did my radio show That's right. on food, and we were both kind of serious. But then we became friends, and our common thing together was just being ridiculous and funny, and we just make, would make each other laugh. Now, you know what? When you say that, you and I, you invited me on your
1: radio show the very first time I met you, and I came to the KABC studio. Yep. It was my catering book, my very first book. And you were interviewing me about how catering, catering. Yeah. but also about then giving my own parties. That's what we got into giving, you know, how we entertain because both of you and I like to entertain. Or did. Or yeah. did.
0: <laughs> That's going to be another episode. Uh, That's a episode. whole another episode.
1: <laughs> that is a whole nother episode. Yeah. But one of the things that I said and you cracked up was I said, well, you know, it's kind of like I never vacuum before people come over because once they tromp (laughs) in the house, you can't tell anyway. And they (laughs) let them think they dropped the crumbs (laughs) and you laughed. And I was so grateful because I realized that was probably sound sounded incredibly unprofessional. But, Ah, you know, there is a point of no return. yeah. Yeah. Of entertaining. And cleaning your house before they come because you're just going to have to turn around and do it the next day.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I thought it was a great tip. It should be in a new book. But that's, you know, it's obvious when you think about it, but it is funny. Let's face it. But I do think that through our funny shared stories and observations about people and situations, we can roar with laughter. And it feels like such an immediate phenomenal connection. It has satisfaction to it. Yes, And I think that's what the science of laughter is. I mean, let's face it. Nobody walks around going, hmm, scientifically, that was interesting how we both laughed at the same time. Yes. But when you sit back and do some research like you you and I have done, um, it's pretty interesting. So let's chat a little bit about that. Obviously, I see laughter as the universal connection between people. When you laugh with somebody, it feels connecting and you want to spend time with them. And I think, really, we're all looking for that connection. And it doesn't, it starts when we're little. Have you ever looked at a baby laughing? They laugh if you do peekaboo, if you make a funny face or a funny sound. How do they know to do that? I know. Isn't it amazing when you just sort of think about that? And, you know, we did look at some various research on the subject and there's a professor by the name of Sarah Algo from North Carolina, and that she suggests that laughter really affects your health. You think about it. She says she looked at laughter both among people involved in romantic relationships and strangers. And one of the studies showed that they analyzed the time each person spent laughing and found that couples who laughed more also reported having higher quality relationships and a better connection with each other. Absolutely. And I, I think there's a lot to be said about that if you take that and put that into your daily life. I have so many stories, but I know you have lots of stories as
1: well. I think there's some people that are born with better sense of humors. I think that you can you can That's work a good one. No, you can work on your sense of humor. Do you know what I mean? I think that you, you can adopt other people's senses of humor if you don't have one. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Do you well, know what I mean? you know, There's... I
0: can speak to this. What, the way I grew up, there were four kids. My dad was a doctor. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And it was just bedlam at our house all the time. And I think that we just, everything was funny because it was so nutty. Yes. And also, it's Jewish humor. Jewish humor is like you put down people. You, I mean, have you ever, I got two words for you, Don Rickles. Yes. <laughs> Boy, he was a toughie, but he was funny. Yes, he was very funny. He was funny. so mean, so deprecating, and yet he was hilarious. So I think when you grow up with laughter or humor in your home, it's a really good beginning to sort of figure out where, where are you in that, you know? What was it like when you grew up? The two men I've loved most in my life and one I'm still married to... Yes.
1: ...were Jewish, Diana. And I say that because Italians and Jews have very similar sensibilities in my... You I agree, know, completely. We do. It's okay. all about family. It's all about the food. You know, it's all about... I was going to say all about the Cadillacs, but actually... <laughs> But actually I think that Jews are much better because they're worried about their kids going to college and actually Italians are worried
0: about buying another Cadillac. Oh, but that, never mind, I digress. That but, is funny. But I know that it is, it's true. They are very into education. Very,
1: like, and you know that yeah. I was born pretty happy. And I can say this because I was the baby. Yeah. And when you are the baby, as you get older, you see your position in the family. I mean, it's very clear to me. And I had one sister, my oldest sister, who's serious. Yeah. She was always serious. And then my middle sister is so sweet, but usually had a little more drama in her life, but it came from her sweetness and sensitivity. Do you know what I mean? Because her feelings got hurt a lot. Yes. And she played on that middle child Yeah, syndrome. I
0: understand.
1: And, by the way, still does. But... <laughs> But I love her to death, but she is one of the funniest people I've ever met because she does make fun of her neuroses and as do I, but I, and then you can relate and we relate. Yeah. We laugh so hard. This was my favorite. She went on one of the cruises with me and I got a phone call, Denise, Miss Vivaldo. That's the front desk. I said, yes. Hi, I'm so sorry. I have to share something with you. I said, what? She goes, your neighbor has complained. Uh, I said, so you oh no, oh much? no. She said, You're laughing too loud. Oh, and my sister and I, of course, the more then after we got off the phone, I kept saying, Shh. <laughs> and the more we tried to shush oh, yeah. Give the, us. the Give more us. we laughed and we couldn't believe it. But the poor woman next door to us, she just what she didn't have a her husband was ill, but I think she'd gotten into such a a funk. Do you know what I mean? That she no longer appreciated laughter. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, am perfectly happy to laugh until I, you know what I mean? Until I make someone else pee in the room. (laughs) Oh, Denise, that's a good one. It's another form of uh, my intelligence, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Well, we discussed before we started this, we were chatting about different ways that we experience humor. Yes. So you can talk about your ways. Well, I'm going to say this. (laughs) Do I love snappy
1: rapport and brilliant comedians? Oh, yes. But then also, I love the Mike Meyer fart joke. Okay? (laughs) I'm the first one to admit it. And when I go to the movies with my best friend, Michael, or my husband, this is usually what happens. As we're walking out of the theater, they have both said to me at separate times, You know, the only person that was laughing at that farting scene was you and the two 13 year old boys in the front row. And I think to myself, oh, really? But it's true. I, I, you know, and also I'll tell you something else. This is horrible. Not if someone should get hurt. But when someone slips, I think it's funny. I'm sorry. I think stuff like that. I can't help it. It's a little slapstick. It's slapsticky.
0: I know. But sometimes it's. Funny, I can't help it. I think it's funny. It's, well, you do, and I think that's what's funny. What's funny about this is I'm more like your husband. I mean, I I would not find that funny. Well, but no, and the you know the 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 potty humor. I mean, to me, it's like serious. When it's when Kenny says we're watching something, and he says, "Oh, I'm going to
1: change the channel. This is gross." I go, "Oh no, I'll go watch the other room." <laughs> because sometimes I just need. You appreciate I appreciate it. I I just need to laugh. Do you know what I mean? Now, here's an example of totally inappropriate, but my, you have to tell me your favorite joke, Diane. But my favorite joke in the whole world. Okay, I mean I've heard a lot of jokes. I was a little girl. Yeah. Very. It was Easter. Yeah. And my father, the Italian Catholic says to us so we're all you know we're gonna get up in the morning to go you know jesus will rise again on the resurrection and all this heavy stuff and then my father says girls you know when jesus was on the cross what he said we said no daddy what he said i can see the whole town from here
0: (laughs) (laughs) now i find that funny
1: i I remember it, I was like seven years old. And I tell that joke, I try to get it in anytime I can, but it's just, it's really kind of an Easter joke. Yeah. And yeah it's yeah. better on Easter. Yeah. And I still, to this day, I can hear my sisters and I in peals of laughter. Do you oh, know what I mean? Because, yes. And that, that's what I, now, I think that life is actually funnier than jokes. I think Seinfeld proved that. Do yeah, you know what it, I mean? Yeah. Seinfeld proved that. Uh, but I think that they're. I think the connection with people that you make, you either want to eat with them
0: or you don't, <laughs> or you don't,
1: <laughs> or laugh with them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you don't, or you want to sleep with them. Or you don't. Or you don't. But those right. are the three things in life that I've always kind of
0: used La- as in, my in my measurements of bar. You that, know what I mean? That's funny. I haven't quite thought about it. But, well, you know, when. so that's a very funny joke. In <laughs> Jewish, I mean, you know, it's just funny in a sick kind of way. Anyway, yeah. uh, but, you know, Jewish humor, as I mentioned before, is really put down of us as a as a religion although I don't think it is more as a religion just as a people but uh, some of the jokes are like the doctor says you're sick and the patient says I want a second opinion the doctor said okay you're ugly too (laughs) or uh, it's been said that all Jewish holidays can be described by these words they tried to kill us we won let's eat (laughs) (sighs) so it's not nice, but it's funny. But it's funny. <laughs> and sometimes being politically incorrect is a good
1: thing. I know. It's so difficult in our, the temperature that we have right now in our, our culture because yeah. there's so many things that are upsetting to so many people. But for me, the friends that I've been had for the longest is because we make each other laugh. And this hus- and my husband in this marriage. Now I said this before. I was saying this to you before we started. Talking. Yeah. My first husband was very nice, and he was charming, and he was cute, and blah blah blah. He was handsome, right. but I'm going to tell you something. I made him laugh, but he didn't make me laugh. He didn't. He was bright, and he was smart, and he was so handsome, mm-hmm. but he didn't really make me laugh. Yeah, and that's a toughie. It, yeah, and I don't think, but I was 20, I guess I, you know, I yeah, wasn't.
0: that's a different word. Wasn't I mean, looking, oh Yeah, I
1: wasn't looking for the long term there, I, even though I was marrying him. Yeah. Now, my husband, Kenny. He's funny. He's funny, but he makes me laugh every day. Some of it's just because I'm laughing at him. Let's be honest <laughs> about that. I'm trying to think of some of the things that he has said to me. He makes fun of me. He makes fun of himself. He makes fun of the world. Um, yeah. And that connects you guys. And it connects us terribly, but this is terribly close. This is my favorite. And then you tell me yeah. something, but here's the example. And it's much like you were saying a moment ago. Yeah. Kenny and I on our honeymoon, I got the brilliant idea. We were getting married. Um, we didn't have a lot of money. You know, he, he, he had more money than I did cause he had saved some money, but we decided we would take a month and go to Europe. Wow! Yeah, because we got married in Venice, Italy. Oh. But I said, "Oh, we'll save so much money by renting a motorhome <laughs> in Italy." Were it, it, rent we a picked it home. up in Germany, oh, and then we went through Bavaria. <laughs> and then we ended up in Italy, and then we got married in Venice. And then we went to Switzerland. Now I have to tell you something. Um, if you really want to know if you should marry someone, rent a motorhome. <laughs>
0: I would agree.
1: And this was the best part, but this is the funniest part. So, we land in Germany and we pick up the motorhome and my Kenny kicks the tires and says to the <laughs> rental place, "These tires are like a hazard. Get us new tires. So we're exhausted. We've flown and blah, blah, blah for 12, 14 hours. But now we have to wait for the new tires. Then we go to the market to get food in the motorhome. And, of course, it's all in German, and we <laughs> neither of us speak German. So I don't know if I'm buying sour cream or soap, okay? <laughs> but I'm trying to fill up the... Little yeah. refrigerator. We're going <laughs> to stay in places that have campgrounds in Europe, of course, right. are very different and very sophisticated. They've got movie theaters and swimming pools and they're not like yeah. here in America. And they usually have great restaurants that culinary students cook in, which is what happened. But I wanted to get so we could make a cup of coffee in the morning, stuff like that. Now, we check into our very, very first campground. campground and the man who owns it is german and he likes to be called the chief <laughs> and kenny and i we have to pay for everything you pay like a dime for the toilet and you pay for the what they call the, the shower you pay the... for everything yeah. and kenny of course is toilet paper is really important to him <laughs> so he we bought his own toilet paper but to make the long story short after we finally get there we go to dinner Then we come back. I started to cry. I was just having a little crying jag. Do you know what I mean? Because we'd been planning this. We weren't married yet. Now, you know, all of a sudden, everything just seems overwhelming to me. Uh (laughs) And he turns to me and says, you just need some sleep, which is true. We get a good night's sleep. I awaken in the morning. We get in line to get out of there. We're the first people to get in line, and the sh- chief, of course, <laughs> has a gate and won't let us out. And it has a big sign that says, "Do not honk your horn," or you know, you can't. We, you can't leave before six a.m. It's like five forty-five. Well, we get in line anyway, and then his wife comes out and says, "Turn off the motor," because you know, um, you're gonna make people. Yes, like because that. it's not till six. And Kenny turns to her and says, listen, lady, I'm a Jew who's sleeping in a camp, and I married a crazy Italian. Open the damn gate. And she looks at him. She's shocked. And she opens the gate, and he rolls down the window one more time and says to her, and that's why we won the war see what I mean? Yes. Jewish humor. And I have to tell you something. (laughs) I laughed so hard and I thought
0: to myself, oh yeah, this could work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. And it's so funny that you say this because Michael and I, we graduated, we we met at Berkeley and we, he bought a can, I was at the Cordon Bleu and he came and met me and bought a camper and we went for six months. We were like 22. So dumb. I can't believe what we would do. And we'd just be singing Beatles songs and we'd be laughing. And we spent six, six or seven months in a tin can driving to, you know, Delphi and Greece and, you know, going to the Oktoberfest in Munich. And we just couldn't, we were always laughing and, I'm telling you, I think it's a. I I suggest that before you know how they say you should live together. Oh yeah, live together in a camper. That's right. And then you can decide. Can you imagine the divorce rate would Absol- probably really go down? Go camping, <laughs> live in a camper, <laughs> live in the back room of your mother-in-law's house. You know, what I mean? yeah, all it, these things. Yeah, exactly. That'll that'll let you know if it, if it really will work. That and is very can, fun.
1: If you can laugh about it, I. Cindy and I have worked together for 18 years. There have been days that yes. we are in the drenches. Yeah. And, just- you know, we go, you always think it, you're all over this. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be just perfect. We're so organized. It'll just be perfect. The food's going to be perfect. Well, things go wrong. <laughs> but one one particular shoot we got there and it was 118 degrees no air conditioning <laughs> in our little workspace there's a bathroom next door to it and we realize in about an hour of working there as we're running the sink that every time someone flushes the toilet <laughs> it comes <laughs> into our sink oh my yeah God. that was fun yeah the really flies fun. were appreciated, and i love it
0: with the heat at 118 know, and, yes, and, and of air course it's
1: just One thing after another, but my favorite part of that day, and it was gross, and the favorite part of the day was, we are using our torches, we've got our portable burners, they have flames, you know, and the old man (laughs) that runs the place, who like, you know, worked with Tom Mick, because it was an old Western studio comes to the back and goes, hey, what are your girls doing back here with those flames? And we said, no, it's, you know, it's our burners. And I think of, well, hell, you shouldn't be using that. Don't you see? This is where we always buried the old explosives. Oh and Cindy and I looked at each other and another stylist, our friend Beth was with us. We, we knew that if we didn't start laughing, that uh, we weren't going to make it. Oh, Because you can't hang on. You, it's like you were trying to, you know, you're hanging on to the Titanic. Yeah. At that Perfect moment. description. So it we. It was either cyan or that's exactly we're going right. to get through it. Yeah. And we stick together. And then we either laugh at everybody else or at their yeah. expense, if we can, because that's more fun. But, we, you know, <laughs> because the, I just remember they certain days yeah. that we. And then we usually get in our car, and this is the best laugh is when I say to Cindy, Oh, I don't know how to say this, Cindy, but one of us smells. <laughs> <laughs> because we do. We yeah. smell like the chicken, the fish, whatever we've worked with. And. Oh, God. But you know what? When Cindy and I have driven home together and we have laughed about how ridiculous our day was, we're not you well, What would you do if you couldn't have done uh, that? Think because about you know what? It. You and would I'll just go to bed and take antidepressants. And I'll tell you what else. And Cindy had said that you can't hang on to the anger because it's gonna drown you. you now you can be angry at your client for a moment, or angry at the photographer, angry at the DP who's a jackass, whatever right. it is. Right. And then you have to let it go. But then if you can't let it go, you make, and this is what we were talking about too diana and you you and i both have shared this you have to change your
0: own attitude yep and attitude is a big part of laughter i think that's really true i mean when i think about my whole life you know i think of michael and i schlepping around through <laughs> europe in our green and white vw camper and everything we did was just funny uh, we made it funny yes. or, or when it wasn't funny. Like when we went to Prague, waited two <laughs> weeks. We had nothing to do in Vienna. So we just sat, you know, we'd go to different galleries because you had to get a um, visa then because it was still a communist country. And all of a sudden it's two weeks later and we're driving in this camper to Vienna <laughs> to Prague and it's dark. And all of a sudden two these two men, it was like out of a movie. Right in front of us. Like, where did yes. they come from? And they start talking to you in German. It was very, very creepy, is all I can say to you. And then, and we just, would get hysterical because it was so nuts. It, crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, Denise, I bet you didn't know there are some things you might not know about all right. laughing. I gotta tell you a couple Please. of them. To, you know, it's just a good thing to know, I think. 10 to 15 minutes daily. Laughing will burn 10 to 40 calories. I don't think that's worth anything. That's like one bite of something. (laughs) Maybe. Okay, scratch that one. An adult laughs an estimated 15 to 20 times a day. Okay, I believe that. I like this one. After a good, hearty laugh, your muscles will stay relaxed for up to 45 minutes. Okay, I believe that. That's like meditation. You know, you laugh instead of meditating. Absolutely. And a typical 10-minute conversation has an average of 5.8 bouts of laughter. And <gasps> That's, That's if you're not with somebody who has okay. a furbissanapudum. I'm going to tell... <laughs> and tell everyone what that means. Again, furbissanapudum means sour face in Yiddish.
1: Now, I have to tell you, <laughs> when I got on this
0: cruise...
1: I got stuck. It's I'm very careful who I sit with. Do you know what I mean? Most of the time I know them or I, yeah. I'd rather be alone. Now that's just yeah. me. I can be alone and laugh. Do you know what I mean? I don't oh have to be Oh my God, me someone. too. I cra- Actually, I crack myself up when I'm alone <laughs> because I, uh, things are so ridiculous that I, I, I'm so ridiculous that I crack myself up. Um, but I had to have lunch with someone on this ship recently. And you know what? I realized that this was just an unhappy human being. But that kind of negative energy, everything was negative. Oh, God. And when I said something funny, and I know it was funny, absolutely no response. Almost that kind of person that won't let themselves laugh. Right. Because they think it's stupid or silly or they're more serious than that. Well, you know what? I avoided her the rest of the cruise. Yeah, she's kind of tragic. I thought, I, 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 I thought. I don't care what it is. I, I'm not with you. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, as I've definitely. gotten older, I think it's even more, it's more important to me. But laughter and seeing things similarly and connecting and laughing at the same things. Yeah,
0: I want more of it. Do you know? Not yeah, less ex- of it. I ex- want more of that it. That is such a great way to describe it. You know, I was thinking when my daughter um, was diagnosed, in her early 20s with Hodgkin's, which is not a great diet. I terrifying. Mean, I mean, it's a terrifying. It's a curable, and she's incredibly great, and everything's fine. When we got diagnosed, when she got, and notice how I say we, when she got diagnosed, the first thing that happened was she had gone to a Korean spa, and they had felt something. So then she went to the doctor, because she felt great. And finally, wow. weeks after <coughs> getting the biopsy, blah, 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 we go to the doctor, and they say, you have Hodgkin's. When we're leaving, after the doctor told us she was going to be fine, but it was going to be a tough treatment, she said, Mom, I have to call that Korean Spa. So the, she oh. calls the Korean Spa, and everybody's name there is probably Judy. So <laughs> yes. so she said, is Judy there? And I'm laughing to myself, like, that's probably not her name. She goes, hold on, she gets Judy. And Laura said, Judy, do you remember that you found this little thing on my neck, and you told me to go to the doctor? And she said yes, even though I don't think it was her. Because then Laura said, well, you saved my life. Oh my Thank God. you so much. And Judy says to her, and Laura had this on speakerphone in the car, congratulations. <laughs> we laughed so hard. So it was always congratulations. You know, you got Hodgkin's lymphoma. Then when we had to go meet the chemo nurse, the chemo nurse looked like she was from 1955 with a flip hairdo, a sweater like one of those sweaters you see like on Bridget Jones' Diary, you know, one of those ridiculous monogram sweaters and a little skirt. And she gives me and Laura the book and it's Chemo and Me or whatever and on the front of it <laughs> is a guy in Bermuda shorts. And Laura looks at me and said, "Bom, I don't think he's going on vacation." <laughs> And then we're reading through the book with her, and she's going. And you're going to get this. And you're going to get that. And you're probably going to get diarrhea. And you'll be constipated. And Laura goes, "Wait a minute, you cannot have those things together." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Oh yeah, no, I meant you could get one or the other." And we got into the elevator, and I guarantee, and we both peed in our pants. We laughed. Yes. We just we were hysterical throughout. What a her great entire- release. Her a... entire treatment, we were laughing. She had to smoke pot or weed, as they call it now, because <laughs> she couldn't eat. She absolutely couldn't eat. I said, "You're going to be the poster child for uh, medical marijuana because the only time she could ever eat, and it was the funniest thing. What a surprise! All her friends showed up at the time that she needed to smoke. My house was like a pot. Dead. I remember when people you told would come me. over and go, Diane, what are you doing here? And I said, My daughter has to eat. Okay, she's going to eat it, an and... and that's it. If people knew your house and the way you live and the fact that you described
1: it as a pot den, it would be, it's even funnier, okay? That is
0: one of the ones where you got to be there. Oh, my God. We just laughed and laughed and laughed. I mean, as I said to uh, my daughter, she got a call to become a model because they heard she looked good bald. So we were hysterical. She got paid like five thousand dollars to model. I said, "You're going to be the only one that got that gig." That's right. And we just laughed about everything. And you know, that was the toughest time in my life. I mean, I could, you know, and I'm saying to you, it doesn't. Right? You know, there's no. I had blinders. She's going to get well, and that's That's right. But my point was, it doesn't matter whether it's actually just something silly and funny, or you're going through a hideous crisis. If you can't laugh and find a place to laugh life is difficult. I remember years and years ago, and I'm sure you have all felt like this, God, everybody's so happy. They're this, they're that, they're, no, my life isn't so great. I mean, you know, the truth is everybody's struggling. Oh God. Yes. So for me, I got to say, laughter is not only something I love, and I believe this is, accurate for you as well, Denise. It is essential. It's essential. It's like breathing. And if you take away anything today, remember, just take a moment, breathe, and just find a reason to laugh. Believe me, there are more reasons than you can imagine. So I promise you, you'll find one.
1: I was thinking when you said that for some yeah. reason day, and I was thinking about when I was single, before I remarried, mm-hmm. and I was working a hundred hours a week as a, an executive oh, chef, and I ran a catering business. I made plenty of money; money wasn't an issue. But I was kind of lonely. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, of course. I had been married for a long time, and then to get divorced, I loved what I was doing. Don't get me wrong, but I I knew that I wanted another relationship, and I wasn't finding one because you know catering is strong women and gay men. <laughs> yeah, Let's right. Be honest. It's
0: not going to be a playground for dating. No, and
1: I was working some. <laughs> (laughs) many hours and I would get home to my little condo and I had a 15 year old cat and he'd be glad to see me. And then he'd follow me into the kitchen and I would open the refrigerator and there was a bottle of vodka and and a bottle of vodka. And then (laughs) in the cabinet, I would have some cans of tuna. Yes. And I would always look at him and say, okay, which one do you want? (laughs) And would you laugh? And I would laugh because it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. And I was alone. <laughs> oh, and funny. And I just. In a just, pathetic kind of way. I just, <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly right. It was pathetic. But it's and funny. Yet, it worked yeah. for me. Do you know what I mean? And I would have a drink and so would he. And then we'd <laughs> go, And then we'd split the tuna. And you know what? We had some happy times. Yeah, I, that's so I funny. Mean, I Denise. look back and I, I just think that all I know is I met you and knew you when Laura was sick. And yeah. one of the things, Diane, that was so remarkable, is you, and you just said it, but I think it bears repeating, you did have blinders on. Yeah. Your goal was to, to get your child well. Exactly. And the two
0: of you worked at that and you laughed oh,
1: and she really. did get well.
0: So, you And know. I said to her, here's the deal, kid. Your job is the hard work you got to go and do the treatment my job is the insurances making sure the nurses come when you're sick at home and deal with all the crap all you have to do is get well and we made it but but i tell you i i mean we were hysterical. oh my god i have to tell you this so we're in the chemo room with laura and i had gotten this martha stewart thanksgiving magazine I was really pathetic. I mean, why was I getting a Martha Stewart? Or maybe I found it and I brought it in. So I put it on my chair, and then I went to talk to the doctor or something. I come back, and my magazine is gone. And I look up. And Laura knew I was kind of into the magazine because I said, Thanksgiving is still happening. I don't care about cancer. We're doing Thanksgiving. And I look up, and this woman who really was not well was reading my Martha Stewart magazine and laura looks at me and she goes don't you dare (laughs) she knew exactly what i was gonna do well you were gonna take your magazine back excuse (laughs) me that's mine she looks at me and goes don't you dare you let her read that magazine she's in chemo we were just hysterical (laughs) laughing you know because then i get into it what kind of recipe do you think she's going to be doing you know blah 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 so the bottom line is for anybody and all of you who are listening to this I hope I really do hope you take away just how how much richer your life will be if you can find some laughs about stupid things in life because they're everywhere everywhere everywhere. You know, it has been uh, expressed to me that through our engineer Cindy <laughs> that we would really appreciate it if you give us a 5-star review on mm-hmm. iTunes Because it will make it easier for people to find us. Not sure why. I'm not good at that stuff. But I'm listening to Cindy, and that's what she says. And you know what? If you don't think we deserve a (laughs) five-star, you can laugh. (laughs) Exactly. You can laugh at what I just said. And then you can call Cindy up and say, oh, yeah, I gave you a (laughs) five-star. Good one, Denise. Got it. Also, Cindy says, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm trying to figure that one out. And Women Beyond a Certain Age for recipes, other fun stuff. And please really email us your stories so we can share and become this community that we want to be together. We just might share them with everybody in an upcoming episode. Excellent. So for this episode, I say, adios, Denise, until Uh, the next one.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks, Diane. Thanks, Cindy. Bye-bye.